Welcome to Bright and Bubbly with Tori and Elizabeth. It's time for what? Another guest. I'm so excited because we were able to have a guest on our previous episode that came out last week. And this week we have another guest. I love when my people become everyone's people. And my friend Angela is about to become everyone's people, which is super fun. But she's not only my friend, she's also Tori's friend. And so we just want to welcome our friend Angela Barron onto today's episode and podcast of Bright and Bubbly. So welcome. Hi. Uh, So Angela and I have known each other, I think we're going on four years. Yes, um, four years. Yes, yeah, so we met at church. Well, actually, I didn't meet you. <laughs> My mom met you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My mom actually, it's super cool just to see how God works. My mom met Angela and like through like a series of just a couple conversations and things, got her and her husband involved in the kids department. And now they're just some of the most solid people that I work with. And I love and adore both Angela and Darius and their kiddos and all the things. And so it's really fun to have them as friends and really more exciting even that we are going to talk and learn some things from Angela today. Yay! So I know before we hit record, you kind of were talking about what you wanted to speak on. So go ahead, because what you want to talk about is awesome, and I can't wait to hear more. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So when Elizabeth reached out, she was like, decide, you know, maybe come up with a couple ideas. And two things kind of popped in my mind that are intertwined together I was thinking of like sharing a part of my testimony but also talking about becoming a Christian later on in life since I was 25 when I got baptized and accepted Jesus into my life so I was like I feel like that's a different situation than you guys went through I didn't really church we went to church only we were you know the priesters as Pastor Jamie likes to call them um as a little kid, I always thought it was fun, but it was never anything like always pursued. So it was just like, I knew there was a God and it was a thing, but I never knew more than that. So it started probably like the summer of 2016. I was in a horrible relationship, um, it was domestic violence, and it was just a series of unfortunate events on top of each other. Um, that eventually I was just like, you know what? Something has to change. I need something different. Um, I kept having this like idea in my head that I was like, I need to go to church because of all these bad things that have happened, all these bad things I've done. Like I need to go to church. I need to be saved. So I kept trying to wake up and go to church and I didn't know where to go. I didn't have any friends really that went to church. So I just never got the courage to go. And then probably about a month or so after all of these thoughts and feelings, I met Darius, which is now my husband. And I just thought he was super handsome, fell in love literally from the moment I saw him. (laughs) But after probably like two months of working together, we started going out on dates and things. And I just always felt very comfortable talking to him. So I would ask Lena one questions because he grew up in church and is a Christian pretty much always was. So 
he was just always a great, like godly example for me and never judged me, never like pressed more into things. If I didn't want to share too much of something, he didn't care. He's like, okay, let's just pray about that and try to fix this situation. So I think it was really good timing that God placed him in my life when he did, because if not, I probably wouldn't be where I am today. That's huge. It is huge. And I love that you highlighted that it's a different story than what Tori and I have. Mm -hmm. And that's amazing. I love when God uses the different dynamics of who we are as individuals. And I think you're going to go this place, but also the transformation and not only transformation, but just even the redemption and what he's done in your story because you, you hinted that you had hardship and you hinted just by the words. Cause we know as soon as you say abuse, like that means there's a lot behind it, that you came from somewhere. And so hearing redemption and hearing transformation, I'm excited to hear more from you now about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so where do I begin? <laughs> well, you set us up, you set us up perfectly. I mean, you said that part of got to know Darius and all these things. So walk us through actually surrendering your life and that baptism and that experience from there. So we were together two months exactly. And we got engaged before we got engaged. I was kind of like, I need to get baptized. I didn't really know much about it I just knew it was a thing people did when they became a Christian like they got baptized for whatever reason it was something you had to do you know so I contacted Brightmore to see if I could get baptized there and luckily enough they were having one the day before Halloween um so I met up with the lady at church Stacy who handles all of that and we had a conversation and I let her know all of my reasonings and all of the things that led up to this and she was like you're solid, you know what you're doing, you are making this for the right choice. So I got baptized October 30th, 2016. And it was great. Like, um, when I came out from the water, it was so different. Like, I didn't think there would be anything special. I'm like, oh, it's just, it's something it says in the Bible. So that's why people do it. You know, it's tradition, but the peace I felt afterward was amazing. And I've still felt that even now to this day when certain things have happened, like we're going to be missionaries. So, and all of that, I always felt the same piece and I'm like, crap, that means this is meant to be, (laughs) but I don't think anything can explain that like baptism feeling, especially for me after all of the stuff that I've been through, just knowing that it's still there. It's still something I experienced, but it's forgiven and it's washed away. It was amazing. It's very relieving. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Um, so, okay. You have this moment, you have the peace. Can we talk about that transformation now? I mean, your story, you came from, you know, the worst of the worst, the intense, the ick of the world, sin, all those things. So how has your life looked different now? And And, or before we even go to that, what about that process of getting rid of it? Once you gave your heart to the Lord? Um, let's see. It kind of, 
honestly at all everything was happening so fast at that time I don't remember much because I was like head over heels in love we were getting engaged we were going to be getting married so soon I just knew that like things were different you know like I felt different about myself I never was like always super comfortable in my own body and things but I I just had this different feeling about myself like I knew I was worthy I knew I deserved good things because for the past like 10 years I had been told I was trash I don't deserve anything no one's ever gonna love you and then I just had this like overwhelming feeling like God loves you and Jesus loves you so why would you allow those feelings to get into your mind when you know it's not true um, I still kind of will struggle with certain things. Just, I think like the psychology behind constantly being abused and being told you're nothing for so long does a little bit to you, but whenever that happens, I just always go straight to verses and I'm like, no, I'm affirmed in these words. This is what it says. And this is truth. That's not truth. So I think that transformation helps a lot with all of the things that have happened because before whenever I would have thoughts like I would just feed into it and get super depressed and be like yeah I am crap why would anyone want to be around me you know but now I'm like no that is not true this is what God tells me yes you have value yeah. yes and God's word tells us of our value and reminds us of it because I've seen how shame will try to weave its way in and, and steal joy, steal our identity yeah. and speak into these areas that are not its place. And we sometimes give it a, the authority yeah. and yet Christ paid the price. So we don't have to. Right. Um, and truly like I've been watching you now since I met you and seeing what God has done and the security, like I've seen how secure you are in the Lord now. Not saying that like initially, oh my goodness, she was so insecure. No, that's not the point. But that uh, like seeing God grow your faith. I mean, just seeing how you guys have served, but also what God's been doing in your life with your own kids mm -hmm. and, and moving like there's, there's parts of your story that like still blow me away. Even now, like the way that you moved and ended up living with like family and, and all these different things and what you guys went out for as your career originally to what you're doing now. And it's just like the story that you are living for Christ is beautiful. And I'm so glad we get to share it. So I want, I want to hear more. Tori, do you want to hear more? I do. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I just, I just think it's really cool. Um, especially with who we had on the um, podcast last week, and she talked about transformation. You're talking about transformation. And then just sitting here and listening and like knowing that God sees it all and just realizing that our steps are ordered by the Lord. And so God saw you, saw what you were going through, picked you up, took you from that place you're with him. And now because of that, your life is transformed. And now you are, you know, just walking his path. And I just, I just think God is just so amazing how he just orchestrates everything. And we're just here. And I'm just like, okay, Lord, use me. Cause it's just, 
it's just so encouraging and just getting to sit here and listen and just, you know, just being reminded that just following the Lord and just having that like faith back and just, I just love it. I just love it. So yeah, go on, tell us more. (laughs) Um, Trying to think. So wait, let me just, I could get this totally wrong, but you were in the medical field, right? Yes. I worked as a nurse aide for about three and a half years and I got my license as a respiratory therapist. Okay. And now is that, is that changing? Yes. I have actually never worked as a licensed respiratory therapist. When I was supposed to graduate, I got pregnant with this little one. Hi. Um, so she was actually due the day of my graduation. I had her before I finished my last final. And then once I finished all of my rotation, I had to make up with her pregnancy. I got pregnant again and then coronavirus happened. So I just never ended up working. And now I do YouTube. Um, so I'm like a working stay-at-home mom. Um, my YouTube channels, Unfocused Life. And I just do like motherhood content, mostly just, you know, sharing the reels of what happens and anything I've learned. I just love like sharing my experiences and hoping that in some way it might help someone else. So that's mostly what I do on there. Mm -hmm. You've done some pretty cool content with baby names and other things, and you have shared on there your faith. And I love that as well. And the things that you're doing, it's like, oh, so cool. Um, <laughs> I have a question, and I think this will go good with what we've been talking about. What did you want to be when you were a little girl? What did you want to be as a teenager? And now what is it that you want to be? So that's three times. Kid, teenager, and now. So as like a child little girl, I actually wanted to be a Um in my family, I was always the one that like diffused the situations. I would always like do the extra to help my grandma or my mom and was always like taking care of brother and stuff. So I was like, yeah, I want to do this when I grow up. And then kind of transitioned a little when I was like a teenager. So I was really into psychology. I wanted to go like full blown um, therapist level, which I realized was way too much schooling so I was like "Mm, nope I'm not gonna go that route and what was the third one it's now because we know that so your first one as a kid what was it a homemaker homemaker okay and then next one was like a counselor we know that you had the dream and you pursued being in respiratory and things like that so net so that that's why I skipped that because <laughs> we know that we know the outcome of that and it's changing so then now like what is it that God has put on your heart especially since you're married you're a mom you have some of those things that you actually wanted that homemaker part and then you've had things that you've laid down and given to the Lord so what is it now that you're wanting Now what I feel is just like, I need to keep doing YouTube and sharing my story. Like for me, when I think about it, YouTube is my missionary work. That's how I'm going to reach people. That's how I'm going to help people. 
Um, so a lot of times before I'll even do certain videos, like the, I did one on perspective last year. Um, I prayed a lot about it because I'm like, I don't want to just do something. I think I need to share. I want the Lord to lead me so I can help someone else in whatever situation. That is just, again, the Lord connecting me <laughs> because that's like literally the last person that was on was like, God, it's not me. It's you. And mm -hmm. that's exactly what you're saying. And I mean, even with our podcast, you know, we pray about it before we even go into it and say, God lead, what do you, what do you want? And I, that is, you know, the goal of Christ is for him to be shown, you know what I mean? For us to be kingdom minded and to show people the love, the grace and the mercy, you know, of Christ. It's not me, you know, when we get to heaven, you know, they're not gonna be like, well, Tori, you know, this, this is the one like, no, I showed them Christ and how right. them, you know? Yeah. And there's nothing greater than that being that I have experienced a person literally love me the way Christ loves the church. There's nothing greater. And now I just want to do the same for everyone else. So it's awesome. Yes. That's huge. And, and also, oh, I use a lot of the same words all the time, but what I'm experiencing, just listening to you talk about this is the reminder that when we let Jesus come in, what he'll do, because you were talking about the words that you used to believe about yourself. And yet yeah. when Christ comes in and changes and reminds us and tells us the identity as an adopted son or daughter of who he, what we are and who he is, it changes everything. I mean, did you think you could have everything that you have right now? No, never. I always thought that I was going to be with that specific person. And that was my life. I was going to just do whatever I had to do to survive and not get killed because like, I think it's 88% of domestic violence relationships will end in murder. So praise the Lord, <laughs> that didn't happen. Um, but I just, I was like walking on eggshells every day, always afraid to say or do the wrong thing. And even when you did the right things, you know, it was still like, is so-and-so going to be upset with this? So I just, I always thought that was what I was going to live because that's how my whole life was. I was like, this is normal. People don't live lives other than this. And here I am. And it's amazing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And we didn't actually talk about the word transformation before getting on. Yeah, we didn't. I don't even know if that was word was in your heart. I, it just kind of came out. I was like, oh, because I think also sometimes we need other people to speak something over us. And I don't know if you needed that spoken over you, but like transformation is what I see. It's the name and the game that Jesus is in. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Like, oh, so um, can you share with us that verse that really stood out to you that, yeah. you know, the I think because you had told me previously before coming on the podcast, because um, we always ask about a verse or something like that's impacted you. Because yeah. if we're going to talk about Jesus, we're going to talk about the bright and bubbly things as well. We also want to go back to his word. Yes. And so you and I had talked about a verse that stood out to you when you got baptized. So I'd love for you to explain to us what it means to you and, and things like that. Yes. So I'm going to read it first. It's John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. 
I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And I think that just went so well with my entire situation. And like I was talking earlier, when I came out after being baptized, I just had that peace overwhelming all over me. And it's so true. Like you can look to the world for things you can live in the world, but once you live in the word and you follow the word, you have that peace with you all the time. And the more you're in it, the more you have. Uh, preach. Right. <laughs> we hit stop. And like, that's, that's, that's that. That's the nugget. That's right there. Man, I just wrote that down. Like, once you live in the word, yeah, you get the peace. Yeah. And to that, like, you saying that the words that used to be spoken over you when you would think about it, you know, you would go back to the word and what does the word say? What does God say about you? And through that, there's that peace because you know what God says about you. You are loved, you're called, you're valued, you know? Um, So that's cool. Yeah. And that verse is such a good verse to be reminded of. Like even just like you could just say that to anyone. And I bet you there's something that people get because of wherever they're at. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, peace I live, leave with you. Peace I give you. Like, I don't give it to you like the world. Like, yeah. take heart. Don't be afraid. Like, I feel like if you told me that yesterday versus telling me that today, it means two different things sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, that's also why God's word is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword, because it hits where we need it that day in that moment. Yes. And it's cool because it sounds like this verse applies just as much now as it did four years ago. Oh, very much so. Especially with our whole transition in life. We need lots of peace right now. <laughs> yeah. Man. Oh, this is so good. And I know there's more content. I know there's more story from you and that God's doing so much more. And I just... I want to just like take a step back and just praise the Lord for what he's done in your life and that we get to see it a little bit. It's huge. Angela, (laughs) God's doing something great in your life and it's amazing. It's beautiful. It is awesome. Thanks. Um, Tell us something bright and something bubbly, my friend. All right. So my something bubbly is super exciting. It is actually my son's first birthday. They grow so fast. (laughs) So we're celebrating him today. And then my um, something bright is something I've always tried to follow through with. Even like now when I don't feel like doing anything, I still remind myself of this. And it's you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. (gasps) Wow. Okay. Say that again, because that <laughs> spoke to me. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wow. Okay. Uh, that goes with my podcast episode that Tori and I did, where we talked um, picture takers and memory makers from like months and months ago, yeah. where I was like, I just want to take pictures so that I have it, the memory of it, because so much happens in our lives that we can forget. Mm-hmm. And so that is super cool. And so you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yes. 
So do you take lots of pictures? You know, I actually just made like a little reel for Instagram for Zeke's birthday. And I was like, I was so bad at taking pictures when he was first born that I need to be better. With that. I'm more like Tori now. I, I want to just live in the moment. <laughs> it, it, it's such a balance because yes, you want to live in the moment. But then as I'm driving away, I'm like, oh, I didn't get a picture of anything. But it's like in your mind. But you, we have so many things crammed up in our minds. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I do. I haven't gotten better at taking more <laughs> I'm outing myself. So yeah. <laughs> so I have Elizabeth because she's like, hey guys, let's just take this picture really fast. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Yes, we do. <laughs> I, because I don't want to miss it. And I get it. I used to be the person where, oh, and for me, it was a fear of what people would think if I'm like always on my phone or always on my camera. So that was initially, and I got rid of that. I got rid of that shame um, where I would never take any pictures because of that. I didn't want to be that person that was obsessed, but now I'm like, I will be present, but I will let people know that I'm checking out just for 10 seconds to take a picture. And then I'm present the rest of yeah. the time. And they appreciate a picture at the end of the day. And I appreciate a picture at the end of the day. And so I love that you said that. And hopefully that someone else needed to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much for taking time on your son's birthday to come on the show and share a little bit of just the peace that God's given you. I feel like there's more. So maybe, you know, you'll come back. I feel like we say that to all our guests, but yeah. it's true. Like you're our people. So come yes, back. You are coming back. And maybe you'll have some more people that'll just join you and see what God, God's doing in your life as well. Yes. Guys, go out, be blessed, encourage somebody. See you later.